0: Shared parenting does make it easy. I'm your host, Chris Batchelor, and this is the Parent Time Podcast. Parent Time Podcast is presented by National Parents Organization, a national nonprofit who is working hard to bring shared parenting nationwide. In today's episode, attorney Ashley Nicole Russell tells us how companies can benefit from the collaborative divorce process, which keeps families out of court. The collaborative divorce process is better for families and businesses, too, since employees are more effective when they are not involved in years-long family court litigation. Attorney Ashley Nicole Russell is an award-winning family law attorney, author, and speaker who is changing the way divorce is perceived around the world. She is widely known as a dedicated, passionate, and trustworthy attorney with integrity. She is committed to protecting her clients while understanding the needs of their families. As a child of divorce and also a divorcee, she brings a unique, relatable, and personal understanding to her law practice and the communities it serves as the first collaborative law firm in Greenville, North Carolina. With that, here's my interview with attorney Ashley Nicole Russell. Welcome again. Thanks for coming on.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I do think you know, this is such an interesting topic that a lot of people don't think about. Um, it's more of like a macroeconomics topic that this, this effect has. Um, but I think when people do think about it, it makes it a lot more, um, tangible and understandable. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and I think that it helps people to see a way to be able to fix it.
0: Well, that's awesome. And, uh, so, I mean, you've, you, you're a, a divorce attorney, you've been involved with this for a long time. Uh, you know, what are some of the things that you see?
1: So that is really interesting. So I am a divorce attorney, but I have multiple firms. So in total, I have six firms, um, two different types, two different firm entities with six locations or with three locations each across the state. Then I've also owned a bridal store, a restaurant, um, multiple different types of investments into commercial properties and deals. So I've had a lot of employees myself. Um, in various different, in retail, in restaurant, hospitality, in service industry, which is, you know, the firms that we have are service industries. So Mm -hmm. one thing that I've always noticed and I've known from multiple sides. So, you know, when I was a child, my parents went through a terrible divorce and it was very chaotic for their lives and for their careers. Um, They essentially, you know, started over in a lot of ways In Mm -hmm. every way they started over and it was very disruptive to our finances and to my finances as a child and we struggled a lot and I remember that and remember it being on one path and then it was on a different one, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I went through my own divorce, but we did a collaborative divorce so it was not financially devastating at all in any way, shape or form. Um, It was incredibly inexpensive. It was Um, my ex-husband was an attorney and you know, we're both attorneys. We could have really scorched the earth with each other, you know, with limitless abilities to do motions, but we didn't because we understand how that goes and what the cost is of that emotionally, financially. Then, you know, I opened all of these businesses and I had all these employees and having relationships with employees is a very interesting next phase of business and, and that type of life. You affect your employees a lot. They affect you a lot. You know, there's a lot that goes on. And the second closest relationship that someone has outside of a family member is their employer. And so it is, you know, an intimate type of relationship, but it has a lot of rules and structure. And mm-hmm. there's a give and take that's supposed to happen from employee to employer and employer to employee. And that is devastated during litigation. Um, I personally, from as being an employee or an employer, my empl- the employees that I have lost the fastest, the productivity or their buy-in or dedication or drive have been employees that have gone through litigation. And as soon as it starts, it's like a downhill fast moving train and you can watch it and you wanna help, but the involvement of litigation in and of itself is so egregious that it starts to take over your thoughts and if you don't control that very systematically then it takes away your productivity and once your productivity has been removed then your value as an employee is affected and then you have the financial strain of the cost of litigation in general but then you also have the financial strain of are you an hourly employee are you going to work you know um
0: Is it Mm -hmm. affecting
1: your ability to now make bonuses because you can't be productive? And this affects all scales of society. Um, And it's so interesting, right? So if we think about it that way and we think about the devastating effect that litigation, especially custody litigation, because it can last 17 years. I mean, your employee could be in custody litigation for 17 years. Let's just think about that what would it have been well, like and, if your employee had chosen mediation or collaborative and was in and out of it in six months versus the employee that you have that's been in litigation and motions for 17 years we know exactly what we're talking about chris you see what i'm saying
0: oh yeah well you know in even a couple of years i mean i mean at the fastest the litigation oh, yeah. is going to be what 12 months you know at the fastest and so you and, know i think because average...
1: the courts are all yeah, closed and, and
0: I mean I think yeah. most people are in it for a year to 2 years to 3 years right and and then right. you have to think it's not just the time that you're in litigation it's the this couple of months before and it's it's you know a long period afterwards before you can really regain you know your full ability to be a, you know a full top notch employee because that mm-hmm. it is so consuming you know it just consumes everything all the thoughts that you have and you're right if you don't control it then then pretty much that's the only thing you're going to be thinking about
1: Absolutely. And so I actually had a bank, a local bank here in town that um, decided to do a commercial for me because Mm -hmm. think about a bank. So when you're involved in domestic litigation, your accounts are very important, all types of accounts. And when you have a banking relationship, you have lots of different types of accounts. And so you have to go get those accounts. You have to get numerous years of statements of those accounts. Right now, generally everything is paperless, but you have to produce all of this paper documents to your um, attorney, or you have to get them all and download them all. But generally people rely on their banking relationships to do that for them. So they walk into the bank mm-hmm. or they email their banker and they're like, hey, I need all of this information. And so then the banker has to stop, go get all of that information, send it. But then that, it doesn't stop there. Now, the attorneys want to know about the, the accounts, about any loans that have been generated to these people. How did they qualify for the loans? If you're mm-hmm. in aggressive litigation, then both attorneys are going to be calling your bankers. They are going to be subpoenaing them. Your bankers are going mm-hmm. to be prepping now for litigation um, because they're going to have to start to, especially if you own a business or have any type of, um, you know, asset together that the, the banking institution would be required to show up. And so that's just a bank like a small local branch bank. Now if you if you think about how many customers they have, 50% of them are going to be going through a divorce as are the odds. That's a right. lot of time that's being spent yeah. helping people be very aggressive to each other in a format that was built to be sheltered from that. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we originally started all of our court systems, we didn't have family court. We had district court which handled civil and criminal Mm -hmm. and we had superior court which handled civil and criminal but we didn't have family court that has recently come about and um the the effects don't just happen to the family it happens to the ripple effect around the family
0: yeah i think if you if you started to think in context of how much it really does take to go through litigation i mean if if somebody's never been through it and you told them sort of all the things that are involved with it, they probably, you know, I think they, they go, go, yeah, right. Come on. I mean, they're just, it's amazing. It's, it's so, it is so involved. It really is amazing. And it, and it does really consume all of your time and, you know, and more importantly, your, your mental energy, and it doesn't leave you any additional, you know, I mean, you have nothing left to be a good employee, to be a good parent. Um, you know, it is really extremely stressful and, uh, and, and it's, all consuming for your resources, right? So, what if people could put those resources to better use? I think that's that's where you've had a lot of success, right, with the uh, with what you do in your in your practice.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I think those resources can be put to better use, and I think that the way that employers can help with this is that they can lead their employees to better models. They can help their right. employees have better. Um, conflict resolution models, and that would be mediation models, collaborative models, so that they can deal with their conflict and let it not ripple effect onto everyone else. Additionally, think about just the toxicity of the people involved in litigation, and they go to work. You know, they've just been via Mm -hmm. email at four o'clock or five, actually 449 on a Friday, they're going to get served with a motion. And how mad are they going to be, right? And then how much are they going to bring that into their work atmosphere? Versus Mm -hmm. if this was a protected space where everyone knew, you know, the family dynamic is very difficult. It's very scary. However, we know from all of these years that it's a very touchy thing. You want to handle it with kid gloves. You want to use one of these certain processes first before you go into litigation because you know that once you go down that road, you can't come back. Like once we've reached that place where everyone understands that and they don't just assume they have to sue then Mm -hmm. that's going to be the beautiful place. That's what my mission is. I'm trying to get to that Mm -hmm. place. And I think that the key is employers. So what I was hoping to gain out of this, Chris, is that people who are listening to us who have small businesses or are part of an HR program, you know, I go to work human conferences and speak to people about how do you incorporate this into HR? This is a very, HR is where employment and people, personal people meet. It's where business and the personal mm-hmm. lives of employees meet. HR in and of itself is a part of business, but it's very different, you know? It has its own feeling because it cares about people and understanding and, and making sure that the human element isn't lost in industry, which is very important. And this is a huge piece of that, you know? Like we record, you you are recording, when is there a birth in someone's family, when's there a marriage, when's there's a death? Well naturally let's be talking about also when is there a divorce and if so what resources can we have you know what you can set up even within employment um employee like larger campus employment structures people have set up like support groups with each other like if a lot of you Mm -hmm. are going through a divorce at the same time you can communicate with each other and help each other but the big thing and the big push is employee assistance programs so adding resources that direct and it doesn't even have to be like a a financial incentive necessarily, you know, I think that a lot of people get this like discount lawyer services. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily like directed at what your need is when you're going through a divorce, you know? So that's right. I think discount lawyer services help those are a part of employee assistance programs, but this is more of a, this is going to be a discount legal process because it's less expensive but it's not that's not why you're going you're going because you need to control the conflict in your own personal life keep and maintain the productivity for yourself Mm -hmm. and your employees and um and then especially for supervisors you know people who are in supervisory roles and then now they've gotten some bad news and they're supposed to be given so and so their review for the year it's like you know if litigation wasn't there, it just wouldn't be that intense of a day right. for this person. Yeah, you know? and, I, and
0: I think the thing holding this, you know, the collaborative divorce back is that a lot of people just don't know about it, right? Exactly. So I, I think I think uh, you know, if employers were to just simply advertise that this is, you know, sort of another way to get divorced without having to litigate everything, uh, basically everybody wins, right? The employer wins because they have an employee who's much more effective for um you know a much longer period of time their their conflict period is much shorter um and and their resources are more available right uh and then the the employee obviously wins because they you know they have their money to spend (laughs) on their kids and not lawyers right um but but yeah i think the big thing holding it back is people just simply don't know and so um, I know, uh, you know, a lot of times, especially if you work in a bigger company, you notify your HR department when you're going through a divorce, just so they're aware. It's also considered a life event for insurance, right? So there's often yes. things that you're doing with HR uh, with insurance. And so um, this would be a great time for employers to just say, you know, hey, here's some information about, you know, some alternative, uh, you know, methods. And and who knows, maybe in the future, this won't be the alternative. This will be just the common way it happens. But I think we're Don't say we're who so knows Chris, it's
1: 100% going to be the common way that it happens. We <laughs> All believe right, it will. It will. <laughs> and but so, yeah, so people
0: know, need to know about it, right?
1: Yes. And that's why so what, we're talking and I think, you know, this the big message and what I want everyone to hear is divorce is not just about like you or your family member. This is a huge effect on society. It has had a huge right. effect on society. It has been such mm-hmm. a big piece as to, you know, the how people are dealing with people right now. A a lot of that is there's been a lot of attack in the family that was not there before you litigated family issues. And so now we have Mm -hmm. this whole other layer and people are treating each other differently. That affects society and it has affected society. We're at the lowest marriage rate of all of recorded history. Um, The suicide rate is astronomical. A lot of that is to do with people who are dealing with family and domestic issues. The list goes on and all of it's listed in the book, you know, but for people who may not be going through a divorce or family member may not be going through a divorce, but work in HR or own a small business or are a CEO of a large business, Mm -hmm. everybody's affected to business and industry in some way. And so my request is if you can just think for a minute, if there's a way for you to help spread this awareness, you know, please reach out to my firm. I can give you materials. We have programs for HR companies where they can, you know, know what the collaborative and mediation um, entities are that are in their areas. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are doing this all online in the coronavirus, you don't have to have an attorney who lives in your state anymore, necessarily. You can have a mediator who lives anywhere. You can do Zoom. All of this can be Zoom. You can do your entire divorce settlement via Zoom. And not have mm-hmm. to sit beside your husband or wife you could all be on a zoom call and finalize it with your attorneys all four people And we've been doing those all over the place court has never closed for us because we don't go to court we don't have that same set of rules and so we're settling cases right. now people are in controversy and 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 with the world the way that it is and all of the controversy if you're going to get a divorce because it's controversy there too do you really want to throw yourself into litigation in the middle of what is going on in 2020 Yeah. That's a lot like for anybody's mental health. So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, big public service announcement we're trying to do over here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 2020 is worth mentioning. I think, um, you know, all the statistics you mentioned, the divorce and, uh, suicide. I mean, those, those rates are all going up with 2020. Right. And, and it's sad. Um, and, and we need them to come down those rates to come down, but, Um, The reality is more people are getting divorced after, you know, having been stuck at home with their spouse (laughs) for months on end, right? I I think Mm -hmm. that certainly is a factor.
1: Absolutely. And what better way to do it, especially in the throes of 2020, than, you know, to be able to have some conflict diffusement and Mm -hmm. um, be able to be, have a rational attorney or a rational mediator help you to navigate the conflict but not become prey of the conflict there's you know conflict is a part of life just because you're in conflict doesn't mean that you're in a devastating part of your life but it is manageable if you do it appropriately Mm -hmm. and if you have skilled people at managing conflict then you're going to be able to manage your conflict if you have skilled people at fighting tooth and nail for um cause and war is what they know and and use to be able to address conflict then that's what you're going to get you know i mean it's just Mm -hmm. it's more about self-preservation i think at this point you know what i'm saying
0: absolutely so if you had to give the an elevator pitch to somebody in a in hr in a major corporation who didn't know anything about collaborative divorce you know kind of what what's your pitch to them and and what sort of help can you or you know how can they you know, sort of get involved with a collaborative divorce or offering that to their employees?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, there are multiple organizations around the United States that govern and give resources for collaborative professionals. There are international ones, statewide ones, and and then um, for the country of the United States. There are multiple different agencies, so I can help you with that. But my pitch about collaborative is this. It's an out of court settlement statement that is extremely successful at helping people get through the conflict of marriage and divorce issues without affecting as much of the rest of their lives because it's a contained process that's built to help people communicate and resolve conflict. It generally lasts three months. Um, Sometimes it lasts a year, but that is a purposeful thing because the process is chosen by the clients. You know, how Mm -hmm. long it's going to take is their process but it's a very efficient way to get divorced. And I think that's what it boils down to. Efficiency is very important to me as a person, just as a business person. You know, I think naturally that way. And collaborative Mm -hmm. is a very evolved, efficient process. You know, you're not dealing with the archaic systems that were then tried to, it was like forced molding of our archaic law systems to fit the family law doesn't mm-hmm. change like that. It doesn't change rapidly enough to be able to do that versus having this right. process that was created to fit the family. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So in short, I mean, instead of, um, you know, uh, an employee going through a divorce that may last, you know, a year, two years, three years, four years in litigation, there's an alternative process to where they can go through this collaborative effort. It takes about three months and then their divorce is finished and everybody's back on their way.
1: Exactly. No court involved. Um, I mean, due to the laws of each state, it may be that you finalize your agreement by submitting it to the court for their final approval. You do not have to do that in all states. So it would depend. And obviously this isn't legal advice. This is process advice. You know, my goal is Mm -hmm. to have billboards across the United States of America that are like, Please know your options. Just know what <laughs> yeah. your options there are. There is another way. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many roads yeah. diverging in the wood. Please pick a road that fits you. Don't just go with the road that your best friend tells you because of their terrible divorce. You know the when someone starts to tell right. you that they had a terrible divorce, start to be aware that you may not want to be choosing the exact same things that they did if it was so terrible, <laughs> you know? Right.
0: Yeah. Don't don't follow their way because, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think once you get involved with a, a contentious divorce, it sort of spirals out of control a lot of times, doesn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the way that this relates to NPO is that collaborative is very focused on shared parenting. You know, the way mm-hmm. that people are compromising is that they're utilizing shared parenting methods. That's, you know, both people are agreeing to these custody arrangements. So it's not right. that any one custody arrangement is being forced on another. So it is shared parenting. That's what we do in collaborative. We just do whatever is best for the children. We involve child psychologists in the process if necessary. You know, it can be as -hmm. intense or as minimal as a process as you want it to be. Again, that's the beautiful thing about collaborative is it's your choice. But, you know, it is saving the children and focusing on shared parenting. And I think also shared parenting benefits collaborative because the more shared parenting is the norm, when we have more Kentuckys and, and, and more states that are following that, then people will automatically gravitate to mediation and collaborative because yeah. the wind will be out of the sails.
0: Sure. Yeah. I think some of the feedback we've gotten at, at MPO, at least that I've heard in, in my state in Kansas here, is that more and more couples are choosing, um, you know, shared parenting as the norm when they agree on things It the, the problem that uh still exists is when you have one spouse or both spouses who want to litigate everything and they get in the system uh and then that system you know naturally drives uh conflict and um basically whoever gets to court first gets to pick the custody schedule and, and usually that's as minimal time as they can with the other parent so that you know one person or the other can get the most child support, right? And it just sort of like I said spirals out of control from there. So uh um, And one thing yeah, we want to
1: keep in mind is that's terrible now, but that's also mm-hmm. terrible and I want to I' want to highlight something for everyone. I want every parent to hear me. All the states are moving towards online recording. That means your 18 year old child while in college and doing a project about their family history is going to find your court pleadings and read mm-hmm. them. and they're going to know how much they were worth per month and they're going to know exactly what happened and all of that stuff that your attorney is like oh this is just boilerplate language even though it's right. aggressive this is normal this is what we do it is highly probable that your child is going to read that mm mm-hmm. mhm very Yeah soon. And,
0: and certainly a, a lot of people don't think about those consequences right
1: No and I, that's what I want it because I talked to to adult children of divorce frequently, who were in college, who went to their parents' home county and went and pulled it personally at the clerk's office because they wanted to know. You know, and they are free to go do that. This is not confidential by any stretch of the imagination. Once you've submitted to the court system, not confidential. Now, if you are in collaborative, it is 100% confidential. But if you are in litigation, it is not confidential. Those documents can be found and they are being found. And these children are hurt because they don't understand what you were going through then, you know, and, and I get it. It's tough. I a hundred percent, I sit through this with all of my clients day in and day out. I've been through it myself. You know, I went through it with my parents. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, I, I know this from all facets and I know it's difficult, but I just want everyone to know that the long term effects are so much more difficult. They are so much more difficult.
0: Yeah, and that's certainly something that people, I don't think, really consider um, in the heat of the moment going through, you know, an emotional contested divorce. I think that's one of the furthest things from your mind. Uh, and certainly the lawyers uh, are out there aren't really, uh, you know, putting that in their clients' minds either, right? Because <laughs> they're just kind of doing their job and, and uh, you know, they're doing what they need to do or, or what they think they need to do. Um, but, but when certainly certainly I don't you're think... going
1: to them for their specialty, which is to go right. in and get what they need by specific mm-hmm. acts. So you're going in and saying, I accept the rules that you play by. That's why this right. is so amazing to me because it is the client's choice who they hire, you know? So, mm-hmm. so, so the attorneys, yes, it is very destructive what's happening in litigation. That's kind of like if you jump off the high dive, it's a little bit risky. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: right you
1: yeah. entered into litigation. You read the complaint. Obviously, it didn't sound like we were going to have a picnic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I mean, and,
1: there to be some personal responsibility. You know?
0: Yeah. So, you know, in short, uh, just remember your kids can can go back and look at all of the divorce records and all the motions that were filed and. Uh, you know, all that stuff is public record and, and your kids or grandkids, you know, could certainly go and read those someday. And, uh, you might have some splaining to do later on, uh, when you're a bit older, (laughs) some splaining, you might have to, you might have to have a really uncomfortable conversation with your kids and, uh, and and you may not like their reaction to it either. So, uh, just remember, you know, when you're going, go ahead.
1: Sorry, right, Chris. You know, if it's already happened and you know you made a mistake, I don't want you to feel like you need to have some sort of guilt for the rest of your life and beat yourself up over right. it. They children also understand if you're like, I was really emotional and I made a mistake. I wish I would have yeah. chosen a different process. I had no idea at the time, none of that existed back then. I mean, this is all brand new. So, you know, if ten years mm-hmm. ago you got yourself into this and you're with, still dealing with emotions. Don't think that anybody is ever judging you on this. This is a hard process. Most of this information is not available to hardly anyone. You know, that's the reason that I'm out here trying to preach this sermon so that people understand Mm -hmm. that there are other options. But I'm not judging you if you are in litigation. I just want you to know there are ways you can get out of it. You You can file a collaborative stay. Also, if you've already gone through it and the damage is already done, it can still be undone. The book has all of the process of which you can do it. But a lot of that is honest conversations with your kids that you didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of good information and you did the best that you could and you're human. And that's okay. Yeah. But feeling like that, what happened was if, if it affected your child and they're coming to you was hundred percent okay because you were being hurt in the moment too, is not mm-hmm. going to help you restore that relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think kids are a lot more perceptive than than adults often give them credit for. Right. Um, I I mean, I think they 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 can perceive a lot more about what's going on than than uh, than what you I mean, because a lot of people have in their divorce decrees. Right. That the that the case cannot be discussed with the kids or, you know, things like that. But I mean, the real reality is kids kids perceive quite a bit on their own without having to be told.
1: Yeah, like when you're talking to your mom on the phone and you're just dishing, you know, mm-hmm. the kids in the other room and they know what is important information to pick up on. I mean, it's kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. in our collaborative sessions because, you know, our child psychologists talk directly with the children. Then they come back and kind of give us a feel for what's happened. Right. Um, they can like regurgitate 30 minute conversations. Wow. And the parents are just sitting there like they didn't hear that and we're like kind
0: of <laughs> well, sounds like they, they heard didn't. something yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty sure they
1: heard it you know so yeah um and that's a that's a tough that's a tough room to be in when that when the parents realize what all their parents actually because no parents trying to do that on purpose right nobody wants to subject their, ch- their kids to that because that is heart-wrenching for children i mean i can like, just remember, I myself as a child, yeah, to take absolutely. a deep breath of feeling that level of just intensity when the two people who made you hate each other. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot for kids. And when parents realize that what they've really exposed their children to, it's, it's a lot then too. But we can help you with that every day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every day I help clients to choose a better way. It's not easy, you know, none of this is easy. This is a difficult process. but it's also the biggest transition you're ever going to have in your life um and if you're dealing with a custody battle it's the biggest thing that's happening in your life and um you know you want to handle it with a process that you can be proud of you want to handle it with a process that absolutely should your child be in the exact same situation you would say you should do it this way
0: yeah so (laughs) for for a company or human resource department that that wants to sort of offer the collaborative divorce option to their employees and maybe not give them any uh, you know additional funds or resources but they just want to give them the information uh, they mm-hmm. can contact your firm they can read the book right um, and uh, I mean what's the best way for you know an HR person to, to very quickly find out about this and then get that information to their employees
1: well you can contact us at media at ANRlawcom and we're going to get you the pack of information that you can immediately share for no you know no cost to you just so that you have it for informational purposes but one thing that we are doing is with the FAIR co-parenting app, we are um, we are looking at having that be a resource for HR professionals where they can refer the app and the app itself would refer the mediation and collaborative processes.
0: And okay. so the Excellent.
1: app itself is built to help parents co-parent and be able to deal with conflict. And it gives them a mechanism to be able to do that. So what we're doing is we are trying to through the app help make it a little bit more directed. So the HR professional can say, Hey, you know, here's X amount off this app. If you download it, please look at the resources section. You'll be able to see, I know that you've reported that you feel like you're going to be going through this divorce. This is a way for you to be able to communicate with your spouse. Additionally, this has resources in it for where you can go to have all of the options explained to you. You know, you just want to have that information. There will be videos for me on there just explaining there are multiple different options. I can't give you legal mm-hmm. advice, but I can tell you all day long the different options across America that you can choose. I mean, there's so many different formats of it for each state, but they're all there. It's just, you know, what what does it specifically look like in your state? And then the app would be able to geographically target that. So that's what we're working on right now. Um, for HR companies that are interested in that, we, we are able to... Mm-hmm. Um, get with them and get them pricing on that. Um, and the benefits package that we, and it's not really pricing, it's the benefits package that we can help add to their already employee assistance programs.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And so that sounds like something that's pretty simple that a company can do to reach out to their employees and just give them another option. Right.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what it's about. And it's like, Okay, if we just do a cost benefit analysis on that, if we start to take, you know, what is your average pay for employee and the average time out of work and the average rate of loss of production and you just start to do rough numbers, they start to get really large, really fast. Mm -hmm. And so it's such small output for such large effect, you know, And, Mm -hmm. and it's not that you're making the decision for them as to who their attorney is when you're doing this. You're just saying it is very what I have received from my training is that in this department, there is a big need for awareness. And so because we're here for you as your company to give you resources, um, because we want to make sure that you know, things about, you know, how to invest, how to have insurance, how to have life insurance, how to have health insurance, all of those things are, are resources. This is another resource Mm -hmm. so that you can just know and have awareness.
0: Awesome. This is uh, definitely something that's new and, and something right? that uh, people need to be aware of, right? And I think the biggest thing right now is just getting people to be aware that there's another option. And uh, thank you so much for, you know, putting that out there and, and all you do within the community here and uh, helping us support shared parenting and uh, helping people know that there, there really is another option out there besides, you know, sort of getting crossways in litigation for months and years on end. Uh, cause people, Agreed. people need that. People need a hundred
1: percent, you know, and this all really started for me with, um, I live in a small, I started my practices in a small community. So it was a really obvious kind of test group because my, my clients started to become a parent, right? They were sitting on the same side of the ball field. Right. They were being nice to each other at the school dance. You know, it was really obvious because mm-hmm. it's a smaller group of people who chose collaborative and who chose litigation. Who so didn't? that really created right. the where I won the small business leader of the year here for my county. And they said, and this is why I started down this path. They said the reason that they were giving me the award is because my clients were healthy, happy, contributing members of society.
0: Well, that's awesome.
1: So isn't that what we want, you know, and especially as a business, isn't that what you want for your, for your staff members? And so, oh, yeah. um, it's a, it feels, it's a little bit of a responsibility. Got to tell you, like, I feel like this responsibility to help America understand mm-hmm. this. Um, and I feel like it's going really well. Um, but there's still so many people.
0: Yeah. It's a big <laughs> no. job. It cer- certainly <laughs> yeah. is a big job. Well, and you, you've had great success with your book. Tell us a little bit about that and, uh, and then we'll wrap it up here.
1: Yeah. So the books, the cure for divorce culture, it really gives the historical perspective of how did we get here? What is the culture of divorce? It's aggressive, really aggressive. And what created it? You know, there's a pendulum there. And I think it would behoove everyone to understand it. That's what the book Mm -hmm. really highlights the stats about where we are today. You know, it doesn't get into the, to the details of my clients lives because all of that is confidential. It just, it does give some highlighted stories of people who kind of recognized and, and um, fixed their relationships with their parents later in life. Right. And that's a big perspective that I carry, which is the children of divorce perspective. You know, the adult children of divorce, which would be me. Um, There are all these generations now from where we had the huge divorce spike after, you know, um, all the movements you can read about in the book, and um, and so you know, here we are today. And I think that it's a beautiful place, really, to make this change. Honestly, I think that COVID is the silver lining, is that it's giving an opportunity for people to see this so vividly now
0: that's awesome and uh tell us again where people can find you facebook uh all those sorts of social media channels
1: at anr law and then anrlaw.com is the website divorce healthy is the podcast you can also find me on youtube now ashley nicole esquire and so we're now doing we have a big youtube thing coming out so we're excited about that just to reach that section of the population Awesome. Again, the goal is awareness. So we're trucking along. Yes.
0: Get, get all the information out there. Well, thank you so much for coming on and uh, and all that you do, again, within this, uh, within this space and uh, for all the parents that you help. And uh, we look forward to talking with you again.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Chris.
0: Now, that was recorded on video. So if you want to go ahead and watch the video, you can find the link in the show notes. It's on YouTube. And if you have any questions you can contact national parents organization at sharedparenting.org don't forget to like national parents organization on social media just go ahead and do a facebook search for national parents organization and smash the like button you're also going to find several facebook pages for different state chapters so go ahead and like those pages as well and don't forget you can also follow national parents organization on twitter or linkedin links to those social media sites are on the sharedparenting.org website. If you're passionate about shared parenting, the best thing you can do is get involved. And the best way to do that is by contacting your state chapter. If you head over to the sharedparenting.org website, you can find the links to your state chapter and then contact them directly to take action and volunteer. We could also use your help with donations. National Parents Organization is a nationally recognized nonprofit registered in Massachusetts. To donate, visit sharedparenting.org and click the Take Action and then Donate. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Tell us what you think on social media or by going to the sharedparenting.org website and sending us a message. Fill out that contact form and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear about what you think about the show or what you want to hear on the show, those sorts of things. So go ahead and, and send us a message. Until the next episode, I'm your host, Chris Batchelor. Thanks for listening, and together we can help bring shared parenting nationwide.